The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Let me tell you about who deserves a shot in the United States Heavyweight. I'm the champion. I ought to know. You know, I've, I've been sizing up guys since I came to WCW. And I think the one guy that stands out the most, the guy that I think has earned the title shot, El Dandy, I think you're a heck of a wrestler. You're a great technician in the ring, and you're a jam-up guy. Whoa. I don't see any Whoa. reason. Wait a minute. El Dandy has been wrestling in, in, in the cruiserweight division here. Please. He's a great wrestler. He's a great wrestler, but thank goodness sakes, he's 50 miles. Who are you to, to, to doubt El Dandy? Because this guy's a serious professional. Well, let's talk about some serious how about, how about Hello and welcome to the WrestleCast. I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese. What's going on, Mo? Hey, what's going on, listeners? Um, it's another week. Um, we're discussing. Oh. Very on wrestling and everything else that comes with it. Each and every week here on the CSPN, you can find most of the underscore Reese on the WrestleCast, doing it for the. The raw brand of things, the raw cast. I'm yeah, gonna be got to hold down with Adam Pierce. I'm gonna be representing for Miss Jade to the Max and SmackDown on this particular edition. But before we get into all of that, we're gonna save the particulars about where you can find the show and all that stuff till the end. We got a preview. Hashtag Blood Money Cast this weekend, as it's time for them to head over to the land of Saudi Arabia and it's time for Crown Jewel so very interesting time to be going over to that part of the world with what's going on so hopefully everybody uh, gets there safely soundly makes it back safely soundly and uh, it might be be hitting over there either tomorrow most likely tomorrow probably Thursday I'm pretty sure some people probably already left as they could have. Like, the probably the... Because he was already over there for Yeah, he was over there for the fight. I yeah. think, like, Samantha Irvin might have already left because if you noticed, Alicia Taylor was doing the ring announcement this yeah, week. Yeah, that, 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 was, that was interesting. Uh-huh. I know, I knew, I knew you popped for that. And you know it. <laughs> you know yeah. it. So, yeah, yeah, boys. I was like, wait a minute. I said, that's not Samantha. I said, that's Samantha. I said, I said, let me find out. Man, think think about this. They just came off the European tour. Oh yeah, they definitely had the European tour last week, right? Yeah. Then they came back, did Raw in South Carolina. I don't know where SmackDown is this week, and then you get well, it's probably taped. And then you got to go to freaking Saudi Arabia this week. It's crazy. Like, why did we do all of Europe just to fly back home, just to come back and fly back past Europe again? That doesn't make a lot of sense, but okay. Right. 
It sounds like they could route them a little bit better. I'd be pissed. Come home for like a half a day and they gotta leave and go back across the world again like two days. Be like, you should have just kept me over here. But. In the kickoff show for Crown Jewel, we're gonna have Sami Zayn taking on JD McDonough. So Sammy, show match. Yeah, oh, what, yeah, yeah. Add it to the kickoff show. So, well, you know that'll be about the time uh, they want to get the jump on collision. Well, no, 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 no. This is during the day at one o'clock. So no, this the, they'll try to get the jump on halftime of the college football games. Any uh, any any particular feeling about Sammy Zayn, JD McDonough? Build story. I mean, I mean, I mean, I see it's on the kickoff show, so he took it, and Sammy's gonna probably get a pop over there, you know, for being over there again. So this is gonna be interesting to see um, how this plays out. Um, JD McDonough's been trying to, you know, been auditioning, having those auditions for Judgment Day for like months. Mm-hmm. So, so, um, I guess it should be a shout silent match though. So I'll give him that. You got Cody Rhodes taking on Damian Priest, and yeah. in a Judgment Day versus the Finish the Story Nightmare Family Edition. So, um, I think they've been building this pretty good, especially the last couple of weeks with Priest attacking the ankle, the leg of Cody. And uh, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to this one. Yeah. Those people put on a great match. For the United States Championship, we got Rey Mysterio defending against Logan Paul. Uh, so, Logan. This will be my, this will be my upset pick of the night. Oh, that's not an upset. Oh, not really upset, but yeah, it's like we already—I saw it coming when he called him out after his fight. I said, "Oh, he wins. He he get the title finally." Mm-hmm. Ain't nothing we can do about it. WWE Women's Championship matchup: We got Io Sky, the champion, defending against the returning Bianca Belair. We know how, how this will turn out. We got John Cena taking on Solo. Seems like they should have made this match some type of stipulation match. But Exactly. John going to get in there and wrestle his match, so that's fine. Mm-hmm. Women's World Championship matchup. We got Rhea Ripley. Defending against Nia Jack, Shayna Baszler, Raquel Rodriguez, and Zoe Stark in a five-way matchup. It's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. But you know Mommy's going to retain. Mommy always on top. Dang. Mommy's always. (laughs) For the World Heavyweight Championship, Seth Rollins taking on Drew McIntyre. Yep. And for the undisputed 
WWE Universal Championship Roman Reigns is defending against L.A. Knight. Yeah. My co-host was still on the draw for me this week, y'all. Man, I don't know. I mean, I really wish this match wasn't made, but they could have let it burn a little bit. It's like, damn, y'all went to this shit too soon. Way too soon. Could have let Cody, like, get out of the way or get in the way, but you could have, you know what I'm saying? Because it feels like you just gonna burn it. You know what I'm saying? Like, when he takes this three count, where does he supposed to go from here? Right. He gonna win the United States Championship now? After nah. that? No, I doubt it. Right? You know what I'm saying? So, like, you know, kind of sucks. It does. You know, they had, like, little people for Stone Cold to build up through before he got to Shawn Michaels. It didn't just be like, oh, guess what, Stone Cold, you hot? We finna put you right in with Shawn Michaels. It's like, no, we're gonna let you wrestle Brett. We're gonna let you wrestle the Hart Foundation guys, Owen, Intercontinental title. You know, we're gonna milk it a little bit. They're not even trying to milk it. Nope. Like, put it on the card. <laughs> yeah. Like, you hot, the fans behind it, they with it. Yeah, you get to face the big dog. Exactly. So that was uh, our preview for Crown Jewel. Should be a very good uh, pay-per-view for those of you who don't really get down with uh, the whole ethics involved with Crown Jewel. Just please listen to our recap next week as we'll be going through each match from the card. But if you're so inclined, use the hashtag BloodMoneyCast to share your commentary with color this Saturday afternoon, 1 p.m., probably starting a little bit earlier, around 12.30 with that pre-show match uh, from Saudi Arabia for Crown Jewel. All right, so we're going to the go-home episodes of SmackDown and Raw. We had the Street Profits getting the win over Carlito and Santos Escobar. We cut to the back where Logan Paul jumps Rey Mysterio. Escobar sends Carlito to the back for the rescue, only to walk into the revelation for the pin. I, I got to give it to your boy, Mo. He, he, yeah, he's taking this uh, run with Bobby Lashley real, real serious. Thought he was going to just be like coasting. Um, Man, he looks super skinny. So, yeah, so it'll be interesting to see how this continues on. Do you like Street Profits in this? Yeah. You know, we just, it just gives them something new to do as a new, and it shows they can be heels and everything. So, I'm with it. We got Shotzi getting the win over Chelsea Green. 
Chelsea hits a missile drop kick, but she poses just a little bit too much, and that allows Shotzi to get the win with the crucifix roll up, crucifix pin. So, Shotzi on TV winning things. Oh, you can tell it's a new man in charge, can't you? Dragon Lee, he got the win over Cedric Alexander with the they away. Uh, well, Alexander hit a Michinoku driver. He went for a second one, but Lee slipped out. He uh, kneed him in the back and then hit him with the Destino to get the win. Shout out to um, Naito. Right. Um, interesting was they get they build up. They, they the whole thing was saying you know he was like he was talking about the um, cruiser. Cedric was talking about the cruiserweight classic, and I was mm-hmm. just like. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. Oh, that's right. Yeah, backstage <laughs> stuff. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, we'll get yeah. there. I forgot, I forgot the format. I forgot the format. But yeah, solid match. Uh, L.A. Knight got the win over Jimmy Uso. L.A. Knight runs into the corner, does that superplex into the BTF, B, excuse me, BFT, and get the win. After the match, Roman Reigns comes in to go after LA Knight, but walks right into a BFT, and that's how we end the show. Uh, Jimmy Uso is hilarious. We're about to discuss him in just a moment. But uh, there's a portion of this show where I was highly sports entertained. Which one was that? Oh, when we get to it, I'll let you know. Oh, okay. All right, so Roman Reigns and Paul, here they come to start the show. <laughs> they, you know, are doing their slow entrance or whatever, and the big crescendo for Roman's music is about to hit for him to really signal himself walking down the aisle, and that's where L.A. Knight's music hits. Cuts them off mid-entrance and gets in the ring for the contract signing. They call this is here as well. Roman isn't pleased and it gets even worse when L.A. Knight sits at the head of the table. <laughs> he was agitating. They were trying to turn the table around and he was like, I know you're not trying to turn this move the table. Right. Knight he cuts off all this introductions and says we know why we're here so let's get to the particulars Knight says the contract states Reigns is going to hand him the title and he signs without hesitation Knight calls <laughs> Reigns calls Knight an idiot and says Knight is in over his head because he's never had a contract signing let alone a title match before he promises to make it easy on LA Knight and go gentle for his first time but then the pen doesn't work so Heyman whips out a pen of his own. Roman signs with Aldis saying his work here is done and he's leaving. Knight says it might be his first time, but he only is going to need one time. Since Reigns has been telling us about suffering succotash, LA Knight's <laughs> been telling everyone whose game it is. So Reigns turns the table over on him and the fight is on. Um... He tries to set up another table, but L.A. Knight fights back, and that's when Jimmy Uso runs in for the save. That's fine with L.A. Knight. 
who back body drops Jimmy Uso through the tape. Wait, who thought hey, Sucker Sucker Tash was triggering Romans? <laughs> you can tell a lot of these fans didn't get it. Because they didn't have the. If it would have been AEW, they would have been all over that. Right. But I got it, though. Me too. As soon as he said it, I said, ooh. <laughs> I remember he, after he said it, when Roman had said it, he looked into the camera. I was like, Um, we got Paul Heyman in the back he's got this custom title belt featuring the Green Bay Packers which he's going to give to LA Knight because this title is as close to winning a title as LA Knight or Milwaukee is ever going to get Jimmy Uso crashes onto Roman's couch and says he's been in the trainer's room Uh, Rain says Jimmy ran the wrong play and he needs to deal with this tonight, meaning L.A. night. Jimmy's like, man, I'm on the injured list. And Roman was like, what'd you say? And he was like, man, I'm just got off the injured list. I'm ready to dump down for whatever tonight. I was dying laughing. Jimmy is hilarious. Um, So, uh, Heyman basically is like, man, okay, I'll make the match. And then he clarifies that it's going to be LA Knight versus Jimmy. Everyone was like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, good stuff there. Um, This was the part of the show, this this whole little bit coming up here soon where I was like, man, this is good stuff. Logan Paul is proud of what he did, which is knock out Rey Mysterio during that match. And he runs into Kevin Owens, who has on a Rey Mysterio shirt. Logan Paul walks off, and Kevin Owens runs into Austin Theory and Grayson Waller, <laughs> whose faces he says he wants to punch. And he says he bet he can do them both at the same time. They're like, yeah, whatever, whatever. So security kind of breaks it up or whatever. And then they kind of go over like, well, how the, does he think he can do that? We think he's just dumb enough that we stand shoulder to shoulder and da 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 And then uh, as they were kind of demonstrating that, here comes Kevin Owens out of nowhere to put some both in the face at the same time. And I told you, I told you, um, I told you we, um, we can do it. I can do it. He was like, Peyton. and we had JB Noble Simon signing. I'm citing. That's coming next. No, I said, no, I said, no, I said, he was, no, when he punched him. Oh, right. Well, before he punched him, he was back, he was backstage and he was like, um, he said, you think I can do it? He was like, yeah, you can do it. And he was like, that's when he, after he, you know, he was just in that segment every day trying to break him up. <laughs> Cedric Alexander say what he interrupts Dragon Lee Alexander knows what it's like to be in Lee's spot and it would be an honor to face Dragon Lee tonight so they have a deal earlier in the day Shotzi thank Nick all this for hold getting- on hold on, oh, hold yes, on. Yes, sir. yes sir don't, yes, sir. Skip, over, don't skip over this one because this was just like interesting because they went back to the whole Cruiserweight classic mm-hmm and everything. He was like, I had a match and you know, you know, the fans um demanded Triple H sign sign to the company. I was like, Yeah, I remember that night because 
I said I told I was telling I was like thinking thinking back I was like man I said um, Cedric Alexander loses this match I ain't watching the Cruiserweight Classic no more and then (laughs) well um, sorry to see you go I was like well yeah I was like should know I was like him him and Kota Ibushi I was like it was a banger though yeah, it definitely was a banger because he got a standing ovation. He got a contract. He got a contract, and you know he was doing good. You know, won the cruiserweight championship and came to the main roster. Did some hurt business things, and now he's just trying to find his way. Yeah. Oh well. Earlier in the day, Shotzi Thainik, all just for getting her the Halloween Havoc hosting gig. Chelsea Green and Piper Niven come in to interrupt, with Chelsea Green being rather rude, setting up a match for tonight. Oh, Chelsea Green is the best. She's so funny. Listen, more her a little bit later. John Cena comes out for a promo. Cena talks about how the crowd is fired up, but then gets serious. Saying this is as hard as things have been since the WWE wanted to fire him 20 years ago. Over the years, he has given his heart and soul, and the fans have given them their respect. Crown Jewel is serious to him because for the first time in 20 years, he is in jeopardy of losing their support and respect. We get the used to got a chance, and that seems to get that seems to touch John Cena. Cena says, we can't ignore the data and if he loses again, all of this might go away. WWE uses the term must-see quite a bit, but Crown Jewel is a must-see for him because it is a must-win. It is time to deliver. But here is Paul Heyman to interrupt. Heyman says, he's not here... Heyman says, he's not here with hustle, loyalty, or respect. We are here... We are here live in Milwaukee, and Heyman thanks Cena for the house. Heyman thanks Cena for 21 years and brings up Vince McMahon, telling Heyman to make a number one pick from OVW. Heyman picks Cena. Cena's like, yes, that's true. And and he has raised his children to be more like John Cena than himself. Then there was SummerSlam 2021, when Roman Reigns proved Cena wasn't the best of all time or the best in the world anymore. Cena is still the best communicator of all time, though, and can do this as long as Heyman has. Reigns can spear Cena and break his ribs, but Cena can come back from that. On the other hand, though, we have Solo and his Samoan spike. If that spike hits Cena's neck, it takes away Cena's communication and his connection to the WWE Universe. Heyman loads up the spoiler warning, and then here is Solo to jump Cena from behind with the Samoan Spike leaving John C. Land need medical assistance. That's how it happens. Yeah, they set him up real smooth, didn't they? Mm-hmm. It's not books right in front of your face. It's what's lurking in the shadows behind you. Yep. Should have been more effective where they had like the foam come out of his mouth or something. Right. But Anywho, Solo Man, what do you think the future is for him? Future's bright. Future's bright. 
Yeah, I think so too. Because he's getting so much experience. Mm-hmm. But just you know, being you know, I don't know what the house show events are like as far as the matches, but just being able to have this much TV time at such a young age with the super duper top people to ever do it is uh, is invaluable for him, I'm sure. Um, we see a backstage promo where LA Knight declares that he's ready for Jimmy Uso. We get a video on Cedric Alexander. We get a video on Bianca Belair returning last week. So Binky comes out for chat. She says she's glad to be back and we see a clip of damage control taking out her knee a few months ago. Belair talks about how much revenge she wants because she cannot just let this go. For once, she was consumed with vengeance and she took that vengeance to Nick Aldis today. At Crown Jewel, she gets her rematch against EO Sky for the women's title. And for bonus, she'll face Bailey next week. Mm-hmm. And that was her final backstage promo or, or talking segment for what side of the you know, they already um they filmed that next week's well Friday SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Right after that one, so that's pretty smart though. Well, yeah, actually, because they would have been able to, um, they was going to be the show of Saturday, and they not would be able to film. They have a live. They every man possibly have a live show, and then for the the, the talent to be over in Saudi Arabia, so that's why I said they they'll be over there by sometime like tomorrow or Thursday. Right. right. It's a long trip, but. They make it twice a year. Yep. Imagine how much it costs to send all that equipment, boy. I know. Like, not to mention, unless they, but you know what they might do, though? Since they knew they was going to be coming back year after year, they might have just set up one, shipped it over there once and store it. Right. And then break it out when they need it. That's probably what they do. I would think. I would think. All right, so we're gonna go over to Monday Night Raw, where we got Dominic Mysterio getting the win over Ricochet. Rhea Ripley offers a distraction. JD McDonough offers another distraction, and that allows Dominic to roll up Ricochet with a handful of tights and his feet on the ropes. Supreme Hill Life effort by Dominic Mysterio to get the win. After, after the match, Ricochet beats up JD and Dom. Then Rhea Ripley saves Dom from the shooting star press from Ricochet. What you want to say about Dom, Dom? <laughs> um, so I'm watching this with my girlfriend, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, she's like, because she has very little clue right so she's like well why do they call him dirty and I was like well you know cause he's cause he's he's not honest you know he's he's a cheater or whatever he he doesn't do anything clean and she's like oh, okay it's this new or whatever so then the end of the match comes and she's all into it and she's like he really is dirty I was like yeah I told you 
Uh, that was a great moment. Like, yes, you just slaps long enough. All these things will explain themselves. But some people don't. Some people just don't have patience, and they just need to know right then. Their way. Yeah. The Creed Brothers say who? The Creed Brothers. Yes, those Creed <laughs> Brothers from NXT. They are up. They they answered the open challenge. Nivy Allen's with them as well. They're here to take on the Alpha Academy. If they get the win over Alpha Academy, when we get the Brutus Ball to Otis, yes, people. Julius Creed put Otis in the electric chair. It held yes. him up so Brutus could hit the Brutus Ball. That man is a hot man. If this man was here, that tag team would no longer exist in two weeks. Rich <laughs> probably bad as hell. That's my horse. <laughs> you know it. You know he would freaking separate Julius Creed from that bunch, boy. Single him what? out quick. Julius Creed is a star. He is. Him, like, they not, I, I thought they was, I really thought they were going to try a Montez singles run and try to heat him up and try to get him to where LA Knight is, but it doesn't look like it's going to happen. So, the future might be Mellow Braun um, uh, Julius Creed when he becomes a single those three right there for WWE it's not bad what? I said those three might be the Braun, Mello, Julius Creed. You leaving the other Creed brother out? I, I'm thinking about singles. Oh, okay. Singles. Stars for down the line. All right, we'll we'll we'll, 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 we'll we can put a, we can we can put a pin in that. I was I'm, I was if you would have asked me this question three years ago, I would have had Montez Ford in there, but they're not trying to do that. Right. It don't look like. So, yeah, them, them boys was it was just interesting. It was just like and all of a sudden I started seeing people saying the Creeds. They got these like the Creeds versus the um, Alpha Academy, and it was like because they was over there in the Europe tour, and Chad Gable was pulling a run, a nice little run over there, and he was just like, like you know, anybody open challenge, and that's when they when he answered, I was like, oh my god, I was like. <laughs> I said, they better book this match. <laughs> and, you know, it was a great, just a great match. And I was like, the boys probably ready to come up. I said, because you want to build a, build a tag team around. So you got the team right there, and they were giving them um, not comparisons to Steiner Brothers. And I forgot who else they said. Mm-hmm. American <laughs> Alpha. No, they didn't say American Alpha. He was saying uh, they definitely were saying um, Santa Brother. said somebody else because world's greatest tag team is who I always look at them like. Right. Mm-hmm. But this was definitely a a bang of a match. 
Yeah, man. It was really good. It was really good. Good good way to debut the creeds and the only didn't have the didn't have the losing, which was good too and it also and um that was also good as well. They didn't have them no losing to um instead of losing that first match you'd be like, Oh I'm like fuck <laughs> DIY Gargano and Ciampa they're back together again as a team they got the win over Imperium Ludwig Kaiser and Giovanni uh, Vinci uh, Vinci missed the moonsault press to get his knee in the face and that sets up meat in the middle from DIY and they got the pin anything special about this one which match again? DIY over Imperium. Oh, um, I mean, it was a, it was you know a solid match and everything. You know, they trying to, yeah, I guess they trying to build up, you know, the magic that DIY had in NXT for the main roster. I'm like, couple years too late for that one. <laughs> I think it's because they can't figure out what to do with Chopper. Like, every time they try to do something with them on singles, they stop it. Right. So. That's so amazing. Vince Man wasn't so crazy after all, so. <laughs> Zia Lee. Mm. She got the win over Candice LeRae via referee stoppage. Zali tied her up in the ring skirt and gave her a hard knee to the head, followed by a spin wheel kick to the head back on the inside of the ring. Um, so after the match, Candice is getting checked out, but she seems fine enough to leave on her own power. <laughs> did, you, did you hear Michael Cole? Michael Cole, um, um, flub it up. Oh, well, he was talking about, um, Candace Michelle. Yeah. 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 <laughs> 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 wonder why Candace Michelle was on his mind. You know what? It reminds me that, um, it was a, it was a, it was a backstage, um, promo that she was doing with her, her and the Hardys. And she was like, you know, pouring water over herself. And then Ron Simmons come up there and he goes, Damn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was like, I, I see. I, I get it. I understand. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. He called her that, and I was like, "Really calling her Candice Michelle?" <laughs> but the but the crazy thing about that, somebody had pointed this out. Ref Bay was the ref when um, Zion Lee knocked out Mercedes Martinez with that kick, and then when she did the same thing, Revisited did the same thing. But as um, Jerome, aka Words, would say. He was like, he said, I'm glad this was a, um, a working out of the shoot. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. Everybody played that morning was like, you know, you're going to kick in the hand, she's just going to take the fall like right. that. All right. All right. I was that she's actually getting a chance to um, show out. Yeah. Because, I mean, that whole group of people, I mean, Dexter, Champa, Gargano, oh Indy, they were really hot coming in to Raw and the draft and everything, but they really haven't had anything much to go right for them. We ain't seen Dexter forever. Right. I see Uncle Brian, he didn't get, he wasn't part of them cuts. Stay low. Keep your head down. Mm-hmm. Don't ruffle no feathers. Don't answer the phone. JTG, where it's staying employed. Right. All right, Seth Rollins got the win over JD McDonough. Damian Priest with the referee came out to stand at ringside. A top rope belly to bat suplex hits McDonough, and the, then that's followed up by the pedigree, which is then followed up by the stomp. So Seth gets a win, and after the match, Rollins gets in Priest's face, but nothing happens. Yep. Chelsea Green, she got the win over Natty with the unprettier. The sharpshooter goes on, so Piper Niven offers her a distraction, and then she gets hit with the pie in the face. The distraction gives Chelsea Green enough opportunity to hit the unprettier for the win. Oh, they they definitely um in in with the with the costumes Chelsea mm-hmm. and Piper did it it was the um Heart Foundation mm-hmm. yeah oh my god it, it was the backstage segment that they did well they had shot where um she was like um when Chelsea was saying she's the best is the best of was the best ever will be and then Piper came in with the pumpkin. And she did the laugh like not hard. I was like, "Oh, I'm popping for this." Tell you, tell you, when they study, when they study the legends, they do, they cosplay like them. Yeah, Piper Niven was looking exactly like Jim Neidhart. That shit was funny. As, as um, as um, when Bruce Pritchard is um imitating Stu Hart, the Rhino. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this is. Um, I saw a promo with them. They had won the, the, the tag team championship, and they came in on the um, the Road Warriors um, interview, um, next um, locker room interview. They had busted in on them. I was like, man, I said tag teams saying was just flooded with this talent. <laughs> We've got Damian Priest getting a win over Sami Zayn via DQ because Finn Balor offered a distraction so Dominic could knock down Sami Zayn. That's when Jey Uso came in to go after Judgment Day and he super kicked Damian Priest and you can't do that. So that's a disqualification. After the match, to beat down his own until Cody Rhodes. Yes. With the slight limp, comes out for the save. Rose and Damian Priest fight on the floor as Sami Zayn and Jay Uso clear the ring. Back in the ring, we get uh, a crossroads to McDonough on the announcer's table. 
leaving Cody Rose to yell about how Priest is always walking behind someone. Rose promises to take him out with Cole wondering if it's going to be a Saudi Arabian nightmare at Crown Jewel. Right. <laughs> uh, I am the table. Because <laughs> J.D. Yeah. McDonough ate that joint twice. That table did not budge. They will say, uh-uh. Triple re- reinforced. Uh, any any comments on the matches? I mean, matches were solid, you know. It was just, you know, everything leading up after the matches, you know. The stories for the um, PLE and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like how They've been keeping JD McDonough real close to this, and it's mm-hmm. like he, he, like he, he not really in the group, but he's willing to do the dirty work. So they're like, yeah, we'll keep him around. He's useful. So Rhea Ripley, JD McDonough, and Dominic Mysterio, they all come out for a promo. Rhea Ripley is ready to see the men win, but other than that. She wants Drew McIntyre and Seth Rollins to make the right decision. One of them can walk out of Crown Jewels World Champion, and they need to make up their minds. As to Rhea herself, she's ready to be she's ready to be beat the odds at Crown Jewel. But then here's Sami Zayn to interrupt. Sami is sick of Ripley talking and hearing about how Judgment Day runs Monday Night Raw. He has dealt with people obsessed with power like them for his entire career. His name is Rebellion. He'll fight them no matter the odds. So Ripley suggests he face Damian Priest tonight. The fight is teased, but then Ricochet, who's scheduled to wrestle Dominic, comes down to even things up just a little bit. Yeah. All right. We think about the uh, the opener there. Sally opening promo at the tone for the night. Mm-hmm. Um, we get a video on DIY. They're reuniting. And we get a video on Raquel Rodriguez. She states why she should be the women's champion and her motivation. We look at the judgment day taking out Cody Rhodes last week, only to have Cody Rhodes run out for the save later in the night. The new day. Dressed up as Judgment Day, come into the <laughs> Judgment Day's locker room to go trick or treating. Uh, Kofi Kingston's candy basket is a mini Money in the Bank briefcase. Uh, there, <laughs> um, so of course they're told to get out. Uh, and Finn Balor even took Xavier Woods's candy, if you notice. Uh, yeah. And Xavier Woods out here, Mr. Studio Girl, flirting with Rhea. Uh, with the new day gone, Damian Priest isn't happy with not being out there early in the night. Priest teases cashing in at Crown Jewel, and they decide to make tonight about themselves. Uh, so, that was that. We get a video on Nia Jax and why she should win uh, the match at Crown Jewel and become the Women's World Champion. Uh, so here's the Miz for Miz TV. Miz goes to introduce Gunter as his guests, but Ludwig Kaiser and Giovanni Vinci, they come out instead. 
Kaiser goes on a rant about how Miz is everything wrong with WWE and he's nothing more than a clown. Miz says he's been a lot of things but never a sidekick, which makes Vinci the third wheel. Vinci, weren't your wife, weren't you your wife's sidekick on Total Divas? Miz is like, oh, he talks, he said something. Um, Give him a round of applause, ladies and gentlemen. Miz points out that it was Miz and Mrs. and Vinci wishes he could be shouted at by someone as hot as Maurice. Vinci is told to not talk until Gunther Kaiser tells him, but here's Gunther to interrupt. Gunther says he isn't Miz's guest, but rather he's here to ask why this is a talk show in 2023. The ring is sacred to him and everything Miz does in it, plus Miz himself is beneath him. Miz says he's heard that before and calls him and calls the invisible John Cena that he interviewed a few weeks ago more entertaining than Gunter. That makes Gunter laugh as he says it's why Miz is a talk show host while Gunter is the greatest intercontinental champion of all time. The honky-tonk man might have something to say about that, but I digress. <laughs> Uh, Miz gets serious and talks about his resume including his two WWE title reigns he was very serious when he made the Intercontinental title the most prestigious in all of WWE and he'd be glad to do it again and the fans start to chant take it back Gunther offers to make a memorable moment and Imperium starts wrecking the set Miz is told he'll do nothing about it as always but he clears out the goons and he gets taken down by Gunther's chop. Miz tries to fight back again, but gets cleared, uh, cleared out, wiped out, and that's our segment. So we got. They talk about Miz's face turn. That's what it looked like, at least for a little bit. So we come back from the break. The Miz is ranting to Adam Pierce, and he says he wants a title shot at Gunther. Pierce says he can't do that because Bronson Reed wants a shot of his own. Got too, too, too many people trying to get in the same spot. Nakamura, she's still looking for his next opponent and wants someone to step forward. They keep saying that they keep trying to tease it at CM Punk. The, 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 or the, chat, the online chat, they keep saying that CM Punk. I'm like, that would be interesting. Right. Video on Candice LeRae, or, or as Michael Cole called her, Candice Michelle. Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura is still looking for his next opponent and wants someone to step forward. Uh, we get a video on Zia Lee. Candice yeah. gets checked on but seems fine enough to leave on her own power. Then that's when Jay Uso comes up to where Sami Zayn, good luck tonight. The interviewer comes in to talk to Jay, who thinks he and Cody Rhodes want the tag team titles back. Then maybe Rhea Ripley will think about him differently. <laughs> uh, we get a video uh, with Shayna Baszler. Another insert promo with the women discussing why they should become the women's world champion. Next up, Candice LeRae. She's getting checked out by the medics. Then we get a video on Drew McIntyre talking about the pinnacle of his career, 
taking place when no one was around. Of course he's angry, and we even get a look back at the Chosen One's days. He took his second chance and then came back to win everything, including the Royal Rumble, and then the pandemic happened. McIntyre won the WWF title, WWE title, excuse me, in the empty performance center, and he did what he was supposed to do. Then the people came back, but his moment had passed. He was going to win the title back at class at the castle, but Solo interfered, and the bloodline cost him everything. Now it's time to get back. Now it's time to get it back because Seth Rollins may be willing to break his back to keep the title, but McIntyre is willing to break Rollins' back to get it. No more broken dreams. So uh-huh, I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we get a video on Zoe Stark. Now here's Seth Rollins for a promo before his match with JD. Rollins is ready to take out JD McDonough tonight, and then he can go on to face Drew McIntyre at Crown Jewel. He brings up McIntyre's issues and tell him to cry a river. Everyone was suffering in 2020, in 2020, and there were people who had it a lot worse than McIntyre. People didn't know if they were going to work or eat again or see their relatives again. So be grateful for what you had because Rollins has had a lot of people who want to take the title from him. If McIntyre can beat him and take the title, Rollins will be the first person who shakes the new champ's hand. Rollins is no longer the messiah or the architect, but he is here as, but he is, but, but here is McDonough to jump him from behind. Still, J.D. McDonough trying to prove his worth at all times. Yep. Ricochet, he ain't that happy with Dominic Mysterio, so Adam Pierce offers him a chance to get an intercontinental title shot. That works for Ricochet, so here are Chelsea Green and Piper Niven as the Hart Foundation to complain about their match later in the evening. With them gone, uh, Ivar and Valhalla come in with Valhalla wanting to get Ivar an intercontinental title shot. They'll be in his office and Pierce needs a drink. Becky Lynch, she's upset by her NXT women's title loss, but she is glad it was to someone as good as Lyra Valkyria. She defended her title more times in 42 days and Rare Ripley has all year and the title needs her. Zia Lee comes in and wants to fight, but again says on her time. Z- uh, Becky Lynch points and then says, have I said that before? <laughs> yeah, that was good. Um, we get a video on Rhea Ripley explaining why she is going to remain the women's champion and then we get a rundown for Crown Jewel and then that took us into our main event so that was Monday Night Raw Monday Night Raw good go home episodes man two solid episodes back to back Triple H doing Triple H creative you know you know, he had some misfires, you know, but he's, you know, putting it at work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, you see a lot. You see fresh faces that you haven't seen in a long time getting on Raw and SmackDown. Uh, 
you know, trying to have some creative ways to use those put those legends or people who may have gotten cut a little bit premature. So I like the direction it's going, and uh, hopefully they can keep it up through the the beginning of the next year. Because you know December is always a weird month. November is pretty good because you got Survivor Series, but December is kind of uh, you know the holiday and everything like that. So hopefully they'll be able to keep the momentum moving right through uh, Royal Rumble with this. But everything's been strong, especially since Stables like Vince. You got to go home, bro. You can't be around here snooping over this man's shoulder twenty four seven. You got to go home. Ever since that happened, it's been a whole different feel to WWE. Yep. So. All right, Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese at this time, sir. We're going to turn it over to you for the Mo Melson News segment. Oh. Oh. So. In the injury news, um. Brian Danielson might be out for the foreseeable future. Yeah, I heard this today. Yeah. And he was definitely, he was into the match with Andrade. Yeah, the so, tag team match last week with Okada yeah. and Orange Cassidy versus him and Claudio. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's apparently like, it was broken like on collision the week before. Yeah. So after you try to push yourself further, like listen, this is why WWE has a certain a certain style of wrestling. Mm-hmm. You know, they want people to at least, you know, have some kind of career. Mm-hmm. And they're getting held back. I'm like, yeah, all right, you don't understand. Yes, when you're flexible and pliable, you know, it's no problem to do all that reckless shit. But once you get on the other side of 30, you got to have somebody tell you to, well, you don't really have to have somebody tell you. Your body starts to tell you. Man, you got to rein this shit in. Right. Can't, can't be out here at Darby Allen at the Nitro Circus doing crazy shit. Mm-hmm. That must not have no provisions in his clause, that, in his contract, that he can't go do stupid shit. You know how, like, athletes have, they can't ride motorcycles, they can't, you know, do jet skis, they can't, you know, there's a few things that they just can't do. But, oh well. That's why they had those those rules for a reason. They think they're trying to get held back. It's like, listen, they want you to have a career. A long one, so you gotta take out some of that dangerous stuff. Um, Looks like Tony Khan has another announcement. Talking the one last week where he ordered Ric Flair. Woo! That's Luger. He loses Woo at the beginning of the um the 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 little clip thing at the beginning um, with the now together forever for WWE 
They ain't take out the wood like they did the last time. Mm-hmm. They'll be gone by this week, I'm sure. You know that. But maybe yeah. not. Since Rick was so distraught about it the last time. Right. Maybe not. Um... Um, it looks like Becky Lynch is going to be on Celebrity Jeopardy. Um, definitely, I think definitely Chelsea Chelsea Green is definitely going to be. Is definitely she's doing the Lord's. I mean, I say the Lord's work, but she's doing great work ever since being re-signed with the company. To the, the when when Nikki Cross popped up out that out that table and she dropped that <laughs> the jack landed on her head, <laughs> I was like, "See, Chelsea, this is why I say you are very entertaining." Yeah, she's she's very good. And then Matt Cordona tries to um. Try to um, try to rub the whole thing when they did the SmackDown versus Raw invasion, and the picture was like Natalia, like she was grabbing at his um, oh lord, grabbing at his crotch and everything. And he was talking about he had he tweeted out long term. He tweeted out that picture, <laughs> and then you know um, long term booking when he showed that the match was getting made. <laughs> so, you know, Daddy has that thing where she has her assistant quote unquote tweet for her and everything mm-hmm. she said some about um, if you look at her um, her record you know she's susceptible susceptible something like that to the small package and I was like ain't that some shit <laughs> so yes, he wasn't really working with that <laughs> see how they do so dirty mean and nasty it's funny it was still funny though <laughs> he posted a picture and you know she was like oh okay you know let me um take care of that um Baron Corbin says his SummerSlam match against Pat McAfee was a full circle moment. Um, oh, so I guess when they, um, so you know, they, they guess back in the day uh, when they were both playing for the Colts, they were roommates for wow. a hot minute. That's cool. And so that was like, you know, the culmination of their career, you know, being WWE superstars and then wrestling in the NFL stadium. Yeah. Man, that's gotta be cool. Yeah, so you know, that's that's a good thing. You know, y'all take kind of separate career paths, mm-hmm. and then it's like you know, boom, like y'all both end up in the same place, and just you like, you know what? This is good shit right here. Mm-hmm. Um. Let's see. Yeah, so they're expecting. Um, the creeds to be called up to the main roster, you know. So, um, any particular timeline or they didn't say anything timeline. If you watch, we watch NXT, we watch, you know, Halloween Havoc. You'll see, you'll um, understand, you'll see why. Mm-hmm. 
country so they might not yeah. make, they might not make too much news but they, they ain't never stopped Tony Khan well there's some releases like um some some others are from the um from the um uh, uh, um what's their last name the um Roman last name their real last name Um, I have no idea. You're not gonna. You know, the Roman in the last name. Um, oh, uh, the Anawa. Yeah. Um, and Yeah. Yeah, I think Lance got released from MLW. Hmm. Somebody else was there. Was there with him? Got released too. So not the one that we all want him to release though. Which one? Jacob. No, 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 no. You know they keep a Jacob. Ain't the they can, they can take to keep Jacob. <laughs> um, there was a, this was funny. So Vincent Undertaker was at the um, Tyson Fury fight. Um, last last um over the weekend. And somebody tried to do an interview with Vince, and they was asking Vince about working with Dana, um, Dana White. And he was like, he, I think Vince said he was like, he a smart man, or something like that. And you know, they do they do things together, like they bring work together, they a good team. Somebody was just saying, because like the person was asking Vince for an interview, and Vince was kind of like annoyed that they was asking him to the inter- to interview with everything. And he had his cane. He's walking with a cane and everything. He's walking with a cane. Mm. I was like, well, okay, Vince, I see. And then trying to play that sympathy card. Yeah. But, um, oh, Ronda Rousey um, is like going indies now. Mm. And WWE made her release it, her um, exit official. They put her in the alumni section. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um. Um. Yeah. Let me talk about this. I want to talk about this. Probably happened either after we left or something like that. But Impact is going back to TNA. Cool with that? I'm cool with that. Um, let's see if I heard any other um, news or things um, that I heard. Um, what's up with Okada? You think they're going to keep him uh, through this month in AEW? They might have, they might try to. Um, Never know. What else? There was something else. Um, 
can't think of it now. Like, um, is it next week TNA goes back? Well, they no, go back to... Huh? That's in January. Oh, that's in January. Okay, okay, okay. January, that's when they come back. They go back to TNA. Okay. Um... Is oh man, who are we talking about? Uh, were they injured because we hadn't seen them in a while? Is but is Jungle Boy injured or he just or is he still suspended? He's still suspended, but okay, he's still he still he was um indefinitely suspended. Um, but they were saying that the whole that whole devil mask angle might be him. Some people think it's Pope, but who knows? Mm. I said it might be uh, Kyle O'Reilly. You know what? If that's... That'd be crazy. Yeah. I forgot who Miss Simi said she thought it was. But uh, um, what do you think about the 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 you know the international PLEs? The, you know we got the Olympics in Australia, um, Ashton Berlin in Germany. Nick Khan told you he's about that money, dog. That they gonna get half a million to go to Berlin for. Whatever that's gonna be, I guess. Nondescript pay per view number seven of the year, mm-hmm. but make it a big deal because it's in Berlin and they gonna get five hundred k. Yes, no brainer. That's just gonna make like now all of a sudden it's gonna be like oh now we can get money for all the pay per views, right? You know, even the ones in America because like what'll happen is. Let nobody in America pony up in Europe get, you know, three or four decent pay-per-views in a row. Then, you know, people are going to be like, oh, no. So, you know, the different cities are going to start paying up to bring it back. I think it's smart. I mean, it just helps them with their bottom line. You know what I'm saying? If you can make 500K without even selling a ticket, you know, that's just smart business. You correct about that, sir? Yeah, yeah. Nick Khan ain't no dummy, man. He 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 he's slick, but he ain't no dummy. Right. Um. That's pretty much all. Let me let me see what they got for um main event. Um, looks like next week this time we're gonna be having to uh, congratulate Sammy Kalunga on uh, his team winning the World Series. It ain't over till it's over. It's <laughs> not, but boy, tonight was a a beatdown. It was named didn't even play. I don't think Garcia. It was like ten zip. They're in. Yeah, I know, man. I know. Okay, we said talent leaving for Saudi Arabia today, so that's 
Um, yeah. Um, that's what they detail even today. So, main event. Um, Katana Chance versus Blair Davenport. Akira Tozawa versus Wesley. That second one's pretty good. Tozawa versus Wesley. Wait a minute. You, you want to sleep on um, Katana Chance and Blair Davenport? Mm, if it was Kate and Carter, it'd be different. <laughs> You'd be right there. Yeah, you know it. Front row. Front row. So it looks like um like the backstage folks with WWE are happy with how the creeds looked on Raw. So Yeah, the people were into the match. That's all they needed to see. Yeah. Things like Son of a Gun went in. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it's smart to cross over the talent like that. Yeah, like when Triple H does that, he has the, the NXT talent work main event. Mm-hmm. Or just come in and do a little bit of Raw, just so people, just so they're familiar with you a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, so real good, real good stuff. Yeah, so. All right, so wrap this show up. All right, man. We're going to turn it over to Mr. Moses to the underscore Reese for his shout-outs and thank yous. Well, shout-out to you, Dawn. Shout-out to Sam. Shout-out to um, Ann Walsh and Terry's boy. Shout-out to Miss Simmy. Miss Simmy don't like it that we rub it up in her face that, you know, I'm taking her talent. <laughs> um... Also, she blamed me for her not for not knowing where her wrestling was at on Friday. Even uh, when I told, even when I told her, <laughs> I said, "Hey, um, can I know how she is when wrestling's not on the main channel." And she tweets that picture of Rihanna looking back, and she's like, "Where's my wrestling?" And I'm like, "I said, listen, I said, hey, Aaron, I said wrestling's gonna be on FS1 next Friday." It comes um, last Friday, and she told me, so where's my wrestling? I was like, I knew this was going to happen. And I said, even I told you a week ago, and then she says, you knew I, I, I told you I was going to forget. <laughs> so I'll your phone. You me and Simi definitely, you know, bring, brings the last to each other. Um, shout out to Jay, um, traveling, doing your thing and everything. Uh, shout out to our Spaces crew, um, Anwar, um, Black Marvel, Black Holland. Um, shout out to Roll Up Sunny, where aka Jerome. Um, um, shout out to Jupiter Julep, um, our um, Spider Man into the um, uh, what is it? Um, through the Spider Verse, the um. Oh, the part two? Yeah, we did our, um, we had a black ball where I wanted her to cover the thing, so we did a re-record it. It was, um, myself, Marvel, um, Jula Julep, Madeline Zett, Miss V, 
um, at Anwar. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Did that. Um, we did that show and everything. So, um, talked about the movie and everything. So, you know, it's up and everything. So, yeah, just shout out to everybody who's down with us. You know, great to, to talk to everyone. Everyone, you know, they, like, when you started in the hashtag, they was like, yeah, they was like, oh, they was like, the crease getting caught up. And I was like, looks like it. You know, it's definitely, you know, leading towards it. <laughs> well, thank you once again, Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese for joining me here on the WrestleCast. Thank you to everybody who listens, everybody who shares their commentary with color with us each and every week by using the hashtags SmackDown Matters and RawCast. We greatly appreciate everyone sharing their commentary with color with us. Remember to share your commentary with color with commentary with color with us this Saturday by using the hashtag blood money cast to share your commentary with color on crown jewel. Thank you to Ms. Simi. Thank you to Mo to the underscore Reese. Thank you to Jay to the max. Thank you to Miss Didi Jonay. Thank you to Sam. Thank you to Greg classic Mel because Mel always gets shouts out and everybody else who's down with the CSPN. Thank you guys so much for all that you do. Thanks to the guys over at the comic book Chronicles for all the work that they put in here on the network as well. Be sure to check them out uh, as they give you all the latest and greatest when it comes to comic books and movies and television shows as well uh thank you to everybody who's over on the patreon page that's page the five at patreon.com forward slash cspn media uh do that get the extra content that we provide here you can hear more miss simi ranting and raving about aew you can also hear me and mo to the underscore reese ranting and raving about bad football uh, that's mostly me ranting about bad football uh, on that particular episode. But yes, you can hear that over on the Patreon page. So please pay the five and become a patron. Patreon.com forward slash CSPN Media. You can also click on the tab at the top of the CSPN.us page and do some shopping through our sponsors there to also help out the show each and every week. Uh, just continue to rate and review. Give the show five stars. Uh, drop a little nice message as well and uh, let everybody know about the WrestleCast so for my co-host Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese I'm your host Don DeLaRente and this has been the WrestleCast please stay tuned for the parting promo Sorry, Rhea, I know I wasn't exactly invited out here, but I gotta tell you, I am so sick of hearing you talk. I am so sick of hearing you talk about power and how Judgment Day has all the power and Judgment Day has all the championships and how Judgment Day runs Monday Night Raw. My entire life, I have fought people like the Judgment Day. People who think like the Judgment Day. People that think that all that matters is power. And as long as you're chasing power, you can do whatever you want. You can be as ruthless as you want, as cutthroat as you want. You can rule with an iron fist. 
You can oppress whoever, whenever, as long as it's in the name of power. So that's fine. If that's the name of your game, fine. But understand that if that's your game, my name is not Sami Zayn. My name is Rebellion. Resistance, and I will fight the judgment day, whether it's one-on-one, two-on-one, three-on-one, four-on-one, five-on-one, as long as there is a breath of air in my body, I will fight. the judgment day and everything you stand for until the judgment day is no more.